This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And you're listening to That's the Ticket. Ahead of New Zealand Mental Health Awareness Week 2023, I'm very pleased to uh, fittingly be catching up with a couple of cast members from Friend of the Show, Carving and Ice Theatre's upcoming production of The Manic Monologues. Nick Borcher is back and a new guest, Simon Howie, is here. Kia ora, team. Kia ora, Hannah. How are we doing? Very well. Yeah, very well, thank you. I'm just trying to think, Nick, like, was it last year or this year that I had you on? It was last year, eh? It was last year. It was the end of last year. See, obviously it stuck with me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I I kid. No, that's that's a little uh, inside joke for uh, one of your co-cast members, uh, Nick Hall. Mm. Um, He will understand what that means. (laughs) But anyway, instead of um, spouting inside jokes... Um, I should really talk to you guys about this um, truly remarkable play. And I'm, I feel like I'm allowed to say that because I was actually lucky enough to um, attend a rehearsal and see you guys in action this weekend. And uh, to say it was a privilege is a bit of an understatement because, um, yeah, it's, it's just a beautiful, beautiful show. And, uh, I mean, I could uh, talk about it until the cows come home, but I feel like you two are the best people for the job because you've been working on this for a few months now and so I always Mm. like to uh, kick things off by asking guests you know what is the manic monologues when is the manic monologues Um, where is the manic monologues how is the manic monologues feeling today that sort of thing okay thank you Hannah Um, next something to say or should I jump in um no, you, you can you, you convey the information, Simon. Okay. I'll, cool. I'll, I'll get the nuts and bolts out of the way first, eh? Yeah, and um, then Nick can just freestyle on the end. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, so, yeah, it's been a long journey. We've been working on it, I think, since mm. March? Yeah, since March. Yeah, since March. Yeah. Um, so a real long journey, and it's mm. been real... Um, it's been interesting to watch the development um, of not only the piece uh, throughout that time, but the relationships um, mm. we've all built as a cast. It's been really quite precious. Um, so anyway, Manic Monologues, um, we open uh, next Tuesday, 19th. Mm-hmm. A week from today. A week from today, that's correct. Um, mm. And running through to the 23rd of mm-hmm. se- September, at the Meteor Theatre, um, 1 Victoria Street, I yes. believe it is. Um, <clears throat> 7.30pm shows. 7.30, yeah. 7:30. Okay, Do- doors at 7, I believe. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I believe actually front of house will probably be open from 630 yeah. 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 If you knock and look pleasant, Debs will let you in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. Um, and 19 of us in the <laughs> cast. So it's been a bit like herding cats. Um, yep. Uh, <laughs> bless Gay's patience. Absolutely bless Gay's patience. <laughs> I mean, she, she's, she's very patient. Um, she's very kind. 
And she's, I mean, I'm quite biased. And she's a friend of the show, so I'm going to say it, but she's quite a good director as well. She's a fantastic director. Um, Yeah. yeah. But, like, I guess I know you're not meant to judge a book or, in this case, a play by its title, but the manic monologues, like, it's got a bit of impact. Mm -hmm. But, like, what can we expect? Because... You know, if I just read that title, uh, a bunch of different things kind of come into my mind. But, like, when I was lucky enough to uh, see your guys' rehearsal over the weekend, I'm like, this is not what I expected. In a good way, people. Mm. (laughs) You can expect... What can you expect? You can expect... uh, I would say it examines mental health Mm. and different individuals mental health issues from lots of different perspectives um lots of different age ranges lots of different you know uh, ways of life that kind mm. of thing and lots of different you know times in life yeah that yeah and like it's based on like it's real stories or it's, it's real, real lived experiences that's right mm. yeah that's correct and i think um <clears throat> in terms of uh, developing the the piece mm. uh, that's what's come through really strongly is now as we get as we approach um, the stage the sense of these stories being real and being lived mm. is really coming through really strongly I'm very impressed with everyone's work and yeah, yeah everyone's yeah. real commitment to it in that sense and like so it's it's story. So it's essentially a collection of monologues, mm-hmm. right? Which yep. is where the manic monologues yep. come. Yeah, yeah. And so each of your nineteen cast members, you're all delivering a monologue that's based on a real lived experience. In, in of some someone. cases, more than one. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. So some some of you doing are uh, doing multiple. Yeah, because some pieces yeah. are shorter than others. Mm. Um, some pieces are quite long. Your, your, your sister's... Your sister, <laughs> Missy, has quite a long, long piece, yes. Okay, we made it seven minutes in before someone mentioned. Uh, friend, friend of the show, Missy Mooney. Um, Apologies. Is, is in the manic monologues. No, hey, no, no need to apologise. She's very good. She is very good. She delivers a really hefty monologue um, and yeah. does so with um, aplomb. Well, I mean, I think that that's the thing with these, a series of monologues based on people's experiences with mental health. You expect Mm. the whole thing to be, uh, to quote you, Simon, hefty. But what I really enjoyed about it is that, uh, you know, it really captures uh, the sorrow, the joy, and most importantly, the recovery. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I think it's just just really important... um, with not just talking about mental health, but giving a kind of realistic overview of, yeah, what it can be like and, and people's experiences. And, like, it's it, it's underlyingly hopeful, which mm. is what we're all searching for as we sit in a dark theatre surrounded by strangers, <laughs> you know? Is it not? Mm. Yeah, indeed. Absolutely. And um, so obviously you two, you two are involved in it. I'm not um, going to attempt to list the entire cast because I'm just petrified I'll forget someone. But there's um, a lovely range of uh, familiar faces and, yes. so, and some newbies, and which some is always nice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's really... I think, again, it's really important that you've got such a 
range of people to depict such a range of stories. And um, I was reading a um, newspaper article about the manic monologues and uh, I think I saw a quote, it was um, Director Gay Paul talking about how, you know, it wasn't necessarily originally planned to have such a large cast but then reading the monologues it just kind of fit you like this person can do this one and this person can do this one and I I, I think it's just such an awesome way um, to get people involved and I imagine from your guys perspective is it nice to like I don't know how I feel about monologues I'm not a performer but um, the idea of just delivering something by myself I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. But then on the other hand, you're like, I've just got to focus on this Mm. one Mm. thing. Not that your entire performance is one thing. You know, there's shifts in tone and stuff. But, like, how have you guys found that experience as actors? I mean, Nick, you're, you know, Mm. relatively... prolific (laughs) 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 you know so so has it been a bit of a shift of you just doing monologues as opposed to you know well yeah from a from a technical perspective i found certainly found the process a lot easier to not have diet not to not have dialogue and to not have to remember someone else has to come in after you yeah you and okay so that from a technical aspect it's been very it's um, been quite um, a lot more sort of a simple process. I don't know whether I've described which my process to you before. <laughs> <laughs> but like, no, I'm t- please go on. What is your usual process? I um, well, I, I record myself saying oh, yes. my lines, and then I play them. Oh, and like a monotone, and then I play them back, and then I lay a meaning on top of them when I've you know memorized them. Okay, is, so did you? Do that for the manic monologues. I as well. did. I did okay. indeed. I did a sort of. I laid down a sort of blank, mm. emotionless version of it, and then I because I didn't want to, you know, like I didn't want to remember it in any way. Yeah. Mm. And then I, you know, learned learned the section, learned it like section by section. I think I learned it in like three or four sections. And oh, okay. Yeah, laid the meaning on top of that. So that's how. Yeah. From a, from a practical perspective, yeah. I mean, that's, I, I've had this mm. chat um, with other guests. I think it was Urban Hymns. We talked a lot about line learning and stuff, and I'm always interested. Yeah. And I feel like monologues, it's a whole other beast because it's you don't have those cues. It's just, you know, it's just you, there's, essentially. There's no, um, yeah. Sort of call... Uh, what, what's, the, what's the phrase? Uh, call, and res- call, and response. call and response stuff, yeah. 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 Yeah, so it's a bit different. Definitely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also the idea of recording myself saying something with no emotion, that mm. seems challenging to me. Mm. You know? I mean, now I'm like, should I do the rest of the show with no emotion? It's going to be a little bit of a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but, I, I mean, I say no emotion, I just mean like blank. Just like flat. Not, like, yeah. yeah, just flat. Just not... Yeah. Just, not just not pay. It's not like giving it a specific. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean that probably is good. Good process because you don't want to enter, you know, something with a preconceived it, idea it of I'm, how you're going to do it. I'm terrible at um, doing that first, and and then it's very hard to remove mm. the the emotion you've imparted on a piece or or to rectify it if it's mm. not quite sitting well with the piece. Um, so that's probably a really really interesting tool I, should, I might need to put in my kit. <laughs> I mean, this has opened in, in a, a whole new realm, and I think I will I will touch on this because I'll be interested to know about your kind of rehearsal process, especially because it's been quite a lengthy one. Mm. But um, before I get into that, um, 
Nick and uh, Simon have been so kind and um, <laughs> made less work for me by bringing uh, songs to the show. And I think I'm going to start with Nick's because Nick is my favourite. Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Thanks. Um, no, I, I just thought um, I'd start with this one. Uh, it's a song called Smile by Mickey Echo. Mm -hmm. And Nick, you know I'm going to ask why you chose this song. Uh, why did I choose this song? Is it just because you thought it was cool? <laughs> um, so I have a list of, in terms of like mental health and in terms of going through mm. So um, as part of therapy, I made a list of songs to feel happy to and songs to feel sad to. Okay. And so this is on my... And this is one that I uh, put on my list of uh, songs to feel... Well, this is, this is one that I couldn't place. Okay. So it was right in the middle. The suspense there, Nick, I'm like, is he going to say <laughs> happy or sad? It's called Smile. I don't know where this is going to go. Okay. It's a... It's a, the idea, it's a uh, an in-between? It's an, it's an in-between, and the reason I chose it is because it's... Um, I, it's from a soundtrack of a film that is about like different different perspectives on mental health. Okay, what's the film? Um, I should say different perspectives on mental health. It's um, a film called Paper Towns, which is oh, about yes. a person, which is about a boy perceiving a girl yeah, in yeah, a certain yeah. way and her not actually being that way. So I thought, you yeah, know, it kind of fit the idea. Yeah, it's, it's based on a John Green book, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Nick, you keep you keep bringing stories to the show. I'm glad. Um, but anyway, here's a smile by Mickey Echo, and we will be right back. Smile, the worst is yet to come. We'll be lucky if we ever see the sun. Got nowhere to go. We could be here for a while, but the future is forgiven. So smile. Alright, but only feel lonely at the end of the night. Well, I wanna be somewhere away from this place. Is somewhere just a little closer to grace? A smile, the worst is yet to come. We'll be lucky if we ever see the sun. Got no.
you willing to knock on my door and tell me I'm not needed around anymore? But he'll hold me so close at the end of the day. When I'm quiet, I can nearly hear him say, That was Smile uh, by Mickey Echo. Kia ora. You're listening to That's the Ticket with uh, Hannah Mooney on 89.0 Free FM, independent community media. And um, that was a fitting song uh, mm. brought to the show by one of my special guests today, uh, Nick Nick Borcher from uh, Carving and Ice's upcoming production of The Manic Monologues. Uh, cast member Simon Howie is here too. Uh, <laughs> Nick, before that song, you, you, you stated that it was kind of your in-between song. Yeah. Like, in regards to it doesn't make you, it makes you feel neither happy nor miserable. Mm. From uh, listening to that song for the second time, because I listened to it once when you sent it to the show, <laughs> yeah. and then second time now, I find it a bit hopeful. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to agree, but that's my stance on it. It is hope. It starts from... It starts from a start because of, you know, like a smile, the worst is yet to come. Yeah. Um, so it starts from that perspective, but then you sort of gradually, like, the, the you can tell the performer's getting more and more hopeful for yeah. the more he sings, the more he, you know, sings the lyric. Yeah. And, you know, I feel that way about the manic monologues. Absolutely. <laughs> in a sense. Um, but so ahead of um, that song break, I think it was you, Simon, you mentioned that you guys have been rehearsing since March. Yeah. And so I'm assuming because it's been, I mean, you could call it a lengthy rehearsal period, um, that you guys have been, like, rehearsing, like, like you're not doing, like, four days a week or anything like that, right? No. But I feel like, have you enjoyed having the the longer process as opposed to trying to cram it in? Um, It's been really different, eh? Yeah, Um, it's been... Yeah, I, I feel like personally, it's given me more room to. Mm. I want to say ferment, or yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, just to sit with the the piece and the character, and um, and to try it in yeah. in in a few more different ways that yeah. that you might not necessarily have time for mm. usually. Um, and yeah, and some of the. Activities and yeah, exercises, exercises yeah. with, with or with Gay's guidance have, mm, have mm. put toward it have been really quite fascinating and Absolutely. have turned up. So you guys do kind of like workshoppy exercisey yes. stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. actually, when I say that out loud, that makes a lot of sense because yeah. I'm just like with 
the manic monologues or even just monologues. <laughs> it's just the idea of just being like, okay, this is our first rehearsal. Everyone go. Everyone go. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it, yeah, it, it doesn't seem mm, like the right It's fit. not right, no. Yeah. We, we, did you do the stand-up comedy one, Nick? I was not there for the stand-up oh, comedy one, goodness. but I was told about it, but it was, yeah. Okay, please tell me about it. At, at yeah. one point, um, the majority of us, we, yeah. uh, Gaze tried really hard to have us all um, mm. work through all of the exercises as much as possible, but of course we have various um, availabilities and yeah. all of that. But, hashtag uh, life. Yeah, <laughs> hashtag life, yeah. yeah. Um, but one night in particular, a, a quite large group of us were asked to deliver our pieces as though we were stand-up for comics. Uh, and obviously some of the material is quite... is a little bit dark in places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Some more than others. Um, but to see them all delivered with this massive energy, hey, <laughs> bing, bang, bong, <laughs> like you're a stand-up comic, mm-hmm. it was hilarious. Um, and some of them... There were parts of it that actually really, really worked. That well, sort of energy really brought something to the piece. And because I, I do want to stress to people listening, being like, oh, manic monologues, it's all going to be doom yeah, and no, gloom. It's it's not, not, there there it, is comedy. There's some really light, um, humorous moments. Yeah. There's some levity in it, some hope in it as well. Yeah. It's very much, it's not all, all dark doom, and yeah. doom and gloom. It's Definitely. no. No, there's absolutely a lot of hope involved and, and some very funny moments as well. Yeah. Totally. I mean, that's... I wish I could have been there <laughs> to, to see the stand-up. It also makes me, even though yeah. I, I keep saying on That's the Ticket, I'm not an actor, but it makes me want to try that. Mm. Even though it I would probably it'd probably be mortifying, but like, you know, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm sad you missed out on that one, Nick. I we did a different. I can't remember because a smaller group of us did something different. I can't because we all did something sort of similar along those lines where you where we took our monologue and was mm. like try it in a different way. Mm. Um, the stand-up comedy. I remember. Uh, yeah, I, can't, I don't think that I did mine in a stand-up comedy way, mm. but I remember Anthony being at my rehearsal and doing his in a stand-up uh. comedy way. <laughs> he does everything in a comedy way. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty much Anthony. Uh, shout out to uh, cast member Anthony Aono. Yeah. Uh, Anthony. Local, local treasure. <laughs> nice working with you, bro. <laughs> um, yeah. And I guess going off that, because it's, yeah. you know, monologues, it's very much a kind of solo endeavour yet there's 19 of you and um, I think I was saying this in that song break but you know after going to one of your rehearsals there still feels like you guys have a kind of camaraderie and unity as a cast even though you're all doing something that's quite separate Yeah, I think think Gay has sort of fostered that in the rehearsal room and that Mm. sort of come about mostly because um well, at least in my view, uh, because a, most a lot of the thing, a lot of the subject matter is quite weighty and quite mm. serious and quite, we've sort of been encouraged outside of the rehearsal process to be quite mm. colloquial and quite jokey and quite. Mm. We're having fun. Yeah, having yeah having fun with each other. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, honestly, I'm having yeah, fun. Absolutely, I really am. Absolutely. It's, yeah. Yeah, I don't necessarily have the time or energy to put towards something like this. I, never, life. Um, <laughs> but it's 
it's filled my cup. It's Definitely. really filled my cup. It's been fun. Yeah. I mean, that's what you want. And I, you know, as I as I keep bragging about having seen this work, <laughs> like it it does. You 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 leave feeling different. Mm. You leave feeling lighter, which you know, even though there's weight to it, mm. you it's yeah. It's, it's I, a beautiful really, piece of theatre. I really hope that's the way it's received mm. by the general audience. Um, yeah, I want people to walk out feeling like they've seen something powerful, but mm. that something is lifted, that mm. there is hope. Yeah. yeah. And actually, on that note, I, I feel like now is probably a good time to mention uh, that tickets are available now, if you're not driving, at themeteor.co.nz. <laughs> And um, it's $25 waged and $20 unwaged. And um, we were talking about this the other day, but uh, if you're, you know, listening and you've got some tamariki or langatahi in mind to bring to this work, there isn't... We're not operating on, like, an age rating per se. It's just, you know, there's uh, mental health warnings, uh, content warnings... Uh, there's a lot more information um, on uh, the Meteor uh, website the about Meteor the website, play. Website um, and the manicmonologues.org yes. itself is, is a very helpful resource. Yes. Um, yeah, it's not a PG rating, but there is some course language and yeah. obviously a general content warning um, issues of yeah suicidal ideation, mm. uh, schizophrenia, PTSD, OCD, etc., etc. Um, but, yeah, by all means, I think um, particularly the rangatahi um, in, in the region would re- would really benefit from coming mm. to see it. There's, yeah, yeah, it opens discussions. That's the whole point. Definitely. Mm. And um, these guys will be around afterwards <laughs> for a chat, I'm sure. <laughs> but um, I want to uh, break for another song because uh, Simon brought one to the show. And uh, I feel like there's a bit of a backstory for this one, Simon. And it's up to you how much um, detail. <laughs> um, I have to explain that laugh because uh, Simon <laughs> just revealed a shirt that relates to the song I'm about to share. He's wearing the shirt. <laughs> um, it's a song called Hey by the Pixies. And um, can I ask you why you picked the song? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I sent you a, a selection that, that yes. all have um, strong ties to my own journey with, with mental health. Um, the one you picked mm. is the very beginning. Uh, okay. So I'll, I'll try and keep it light-ish. Um, when I was a teenager, I was, I was 15 when my older sister died very mm-hmm. suddenly, um, very unexpectedly, uh, which was essentially the catalyst um, for a massive tailspin for me into uh, drug and alcohol abuse uh, and paranoid delusional um, serious mental issues some Mm. real real serious problems Um, massive tailspin Uh, obviously I've I've made something of my life etc but this album and this song uh, was one of my sister's favourite albums in the entire world. And obviously she introduced me to it and upon her death I inherited this on on CD from her. Uh, And it was very hard to listen to for a long time, Mm. as you can imagine. Uh, But it's a song, I think, sort of about longing somehow. Uh, And yeah, as I said, it speaks 
very much to the beginnings of my own journey with mental health and yeah, with a lot of help and a lot of friends around me. It's ongoing. I'll never be yeah. cured, but but we're dealing. Um, with the, the vessel is growing a bit stronger. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that, Simon. And um, it's really a privilege to be playing the song now that I know the backstory behind it. Um, it's also a great song Fantastic. as well. But um, here's Hey by the Pixies. That was Hey by the Pixies. Um, 
lovely song and uh, with some incredible meaning behind it. And I mean it when I say privilege to play, Simon. Thank you for bringing that one to the show. Thank you. Um, we've spent, you know, a good 30 minutes kind of delving into the manic monologues. Now I'm going to be a bit cheeky and uh, take a step away because I like that. Well, and I'm like, you know, I, I want to know more about you guys. Uh, but I'll, I'll keep a link in to Carving and Ice, who are um, producing the Manic Monologues. Gay will be listening. <laughs> Kill to Gay. Um, <laughs> but I, I want to touch on uh, your guys' previous performing credits. And Nick, mm-hmm. I could probably recite them. <laughs> we, we won't do the full list because we haven't got enough time. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess I'll, I'll start with, uh, do you recall what your last um, production with Carving and Ice was? My last production with Carving and Ice. Because you've worked with them a few times, eh? I have worked with them a few times. I did... I worked... We did Blue Stockings was yes. the first one that I was in. That was your first one? That was the... Was it the first? Oh, no, sorry. I, I was... Blue Stockings. I saw you in Posh as well. Yep, I had a stage reading. I was in Posh. Yep. Um... Way, way back, yeah. I was in... This probably this wasn't Carving an Ice, I don't think, but I did... This was... The, was I did... The, um, at the university with Gay, I did the production of Three Sisters. Oh, yes, yep. And I was... The first time I ever met Gay was mm. I did... I was working backstage when she did a production of Pride and Prejudice. Oh, Okay. <laughs> So how how long have you been doing that? You've been doing it for a couple of decades, we'd say. Yeah, a couple of decades, a couple of since. Yeah, I um, went. I, I uh, studied it in high school. Studied it at mm. uni. Had all sorts of. It's informed. It's informed my entire life. It's <laughs> taken me all. It's take. It's literally taken me all over the world. Yeah. <laughs> And actually, last time I had you on That's the Ticket, uh, you were um, directing your own yeah. play, right? Yeah. 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 Which which do you prefer? Do you prefer directing or performing? I, um, I would say that I am probably much better at being given instruction than giving <laughs> instruction. Okay. So, yeah. And if, okay, I'm going to make it harder. Writing yeah. or... Performing. Oh. Because I know you like to write. I do like to write. I, um... Ooh, that's a t- that is a tough one. I, I, can, I can switch to Simon and give you time to think about well. it if you want. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Oh, they both... I mean, they both have, e- they both have equal value in different ways, Anna. That's a cop-out, Nick, but I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Like, Nick's just sitting here, like, sweating. No, tell not to bring up politics. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll give you that, Nick, because, yeah. you know, you're allowed to love them each in their own right for yeah. different reasons. Mm. And then Simon. Yes, Anna. So have you done anything with Carving and Ice before? Yeah, I have. Um, so... Most recently, um, I did a final reading of uh, An Oak Tree oh, with, yes. r- with Richard Homan um, yeah. before it went to stage. Yes, um, because the, the whole thing about that play is the wow. actors... The actors didn't know... There is no script. Yeah, what they were doing until it was happening, they had an earpiece. That's correct. So essentially yeah. you got that experience as a rehearsal actor. Yeah, yeah, I was final rehearsal. Um, second reader, I think, is, mm. is what they called the role, which was incredible. Um, and I've worked a lot 
with Richard in, in a, a number of ways. Mm. Um, so the level of trust there was was really kind of implicit in making that that comfortable and making that um, yeah, truly unreal experience. It was amazing. I was just bowled over by the whole thing. It was cool. I, I wish I'd got to see every single night of that season. Yeah. Uh, yeah, would have been very cool. I eventually saw uh, Mandy Faulkner oh, um, yes. read it, who's another cast member of yep. uh, the Manic Monologues. Um, so that was my most recent experience with Carving in Ice. Um, <clears throat> prior to that, it goes back a few years to... Um, the Elephant Man, oh, um, yes. which we put on at Gaslight Theatre um, and here in town at, at the Meteor again, I think. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no. no. Was it at the university? It was at the university. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, yes, studied at university, mm. um, did a few papers under Gay there. Uh, and Sister Ties was one of the, one of oh, the yes. things we put on during that time. Um, so, yeah, a, a a few things with carving and ice and with gay and other capacities. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Okay. So, you know, we're amongst friends, very theatery yeah, friends. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, another thing that I always like to um, ask guests is um, after the Manic Monologues, which, you know, is coming up very soon, uh, is there any other kind of creative project on the horizon? <laughs> any upcoming projects you're allowed to talk about? Okay, if not. You know, we're all consumed with, you know, the looming tech week, et cetera. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, always something on the horizon. Yeah. <laughs> I will be, I'll say I'm in a writing workshop, so I'm working on a new piece at the moment. Yeah, I was going to say Nick's writing something now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But that's, yeah. All right. That'll do. <laughs> um <laughs> Now I'm going to talk about uh, things on the horizon. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just a little segment called Upcoming Events. Uh, feel free to chime in um, at any point, but uh, coming up around Kirikiriroa Hamilton, uh, Carving a Nice Theatre have the Manic Monologues running at the Meteor Theatre from the 19th to the 23rd of September. Full details and tickets are uh, available at themeteor.co.nz. It's $25 waged and $20 unwaged. And actually on the topic of the Meteor... A uh, friend of the show, Stories and More, are set to be making a splash these school holidays with their production of The Magic Power Shell. That's running from the 27th to the 30th of September with a mixture of daytime and evening performances. Find out more and your tickets at themeteor.co.nz. And then over at Clarence Street Theatre, school holiday fun is kicking off with The Cat in the Hat, which is running on the 15th and 16th of September. Find out more and your tickets at ticketech.co.nz. And uh, lastly, seeing as um, Hawara Henengaro Mental Health uh, has been a main topic on today's show, it feels fitting uh, to share that uh, Clubbins have just announced a Gumboot Friday, brackets on a Saturday, event <laughs> for uh, the 25th of November with a portion of the proceeds going directly uh, to Gumboot Friday and the amazing work they do. So, you know, Fantastic. that's... It's a fantastic initiative, and I do enjoy the title, uh, Gumboot Friday on a Saturday, because, you know, they got to do it. Um, but as we're nearing uh, the end of um, the show, I want to just... Um, I should have flagged this earlier, but I, I want to talk about how uh, the Manic Monologues was originally created by people who aren't, like, 
yeah. theatery people, right? Correct, yeah. Mm. So, like, the origin story is it's based on um, one of the creators, Zach. Um, he, you know, was struggling with mm. mental health and stuff and then got a bunch of stories and mm. turned it into this. And I just find that so interesting. Yeah, it's fascinating. Sorry, I took notes. I'm going to jump yeah, in. Yeah, you go for it. <laughs> yeah, so originally um, compiled or collated, I suppose, yeah. by Zachary Burton, um, who was studying for his PhD in geology at Stanford mm. at the time um, and had a fairly serious mental crisis um, mm. amidst those studies uh, and was consequently diagnosed with bipolar disorder, um, <clears throat> which obviously... Well, it must have been yeah. pretty pretty hard. Um, and, yeah, he and his then partner, Elisa Hofmeister, um, on the back of that, just called for submissions from, mm. from in the initial um, campus-wide, um, written submissions uh, in, the, in the foremost. Um, and they chose a number of 20-odd um, just to put together yeah. in a set of format, um, having no previous theatre experience whatsoever. Um, and we're assured there, uh, all these stories are uh, only lightly edited, mm. um, largely for purposes of timeframes, uh, but are essentially uh, real-life stories from, from people within that community at that time. Yeah. And this performance uh, that's opening next week at the Meteor is the first time the play first has been performed in, in New Zealand. Yeah, correct. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm. It's been all through the States and Canada and um, Australia, but, yeah, first time in Aotearoa. So it's yeah, yeah. really cool. Yeah. Well, that's quite an achievement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's so fitting that it's being presented as um, part of Mental Health Awareness Week as well. And I, I think I read somewhere that the Meteor Theatre in their kind of gallery foyer area, they also have an exhibition on that's a mental health awareness week ex yeah. exhibition and stuff. Mm. Yeah. So it's really cool. Such a cool initiative. And, and there will be also I, I think it probably behoves me to mention that there will be industry professionals mm. um present throughout the week uh and various resources available to to anybody who's perhaps triggered or, mm. or moved by the piece or or just in whatever way uh, might might require some some help. Um will make every available resource just right there at your fingertips because it's really important. That's what it's all about. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, thank you to you guys um, so much for coming on the show today. Really, really appreciate to um, be talking about such a, you know, important work. We can say it's important. It is important. It is, yeah. I've, it's yeah, it's world-changing. Um, and, you know, I wish you and your castmates... Uh, all the broken legs. <laughs> I was about to say something I shouldn't, even though I'm not technically in a theatre, but I'm like, oh, no. And um, I guess I've got a new... I've got two segments that I'm going to end the show with. Mm -hmm. um, the first one is new. And because I've spent the last almost hour getting the air quotes tea from you on TTT, I want to ask you two, how do you take your tea? <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to end on a high. Like how if you if I'm gonna make you a cup of tea, Nick, how do you like it? Uh, or is this you saying you don't drink tea? Oh no, I drink tea. I um actually I drink mostly 
fruit tea. Okay. So <laughs> I'll allow it. Apple. So, um, I, I my favorite my favorite kind of tea is apple tea. So I boil me some apple tea, or I have a pack of. If you'll allow me to bring my own tea bag, okay. boil me a cup of water, and I'll put a. I have a, like a mag. Mango. I bought a mango and peach flavored tea from in the supermarket last night. That's quite good. That's okay. Nice. All right. Nick Stone Shuck is in the studio. <laughs> Shaka. Um, okay, Simon. How do you take your tea? There's only one thing wrong with tea, Hannah. What? It's not coffee. <laughs> oh, okay. So just just no tea at all. Straight black, strong coffee. Yeah. Ah, oh, okay. I'll allow it. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, okay. And now um, my last segment on That's the Ticket. Nick, you're probably familiar with this, Simon. This may be new to you. That's going to shock me, isn't it? No. It's, <laughs> well, maybe in a good way. But uh, I'm going to end the show today with uh, my popular segment, Rick's Pick. And so basically I have an Uncle Rick and he's a great listener of music, great listener of radio, uh, biggest fan of That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney, maybe after Gay Paul and my <laughs> mum. Um, but when he found out I was starting That's the Ticket here on Free FM, he's like, okay, Hannah... I'm going to give you a list and every week you can pick a song from the list and it'll be Rick's pick. And okay. every week we have. <coughs> and um, I, I try to go on theme and I've, I've picked a song. I've actually played this song on That's the Ticket before, but not this version. So it's a song called Both Sides now. And I've played the Joni Mitchell version, right. but this is the Rick's Pick List version, which is by Judy Collins. And, and I feel like it's fitting because it's like we've looked at love from both sides now. Okay. And I feel like the man Manic Monologues looks at kind of mental health from mm. both sides. Sure. It's both perspectives, um, you know, so I thought it was fitting. But uh, we'll see, eh? But, um, yeah. Thanks again to my lovely guests, to my lovely listeners. And, um, yeah, I'll be back next Tuesday. Until then, uh, kia kaha te reo Māori and uh, mātewa e te And, um, yeah, Uncle Rick, this one's for you, mate. But now they only block the sun They rain and snow on everyone So many things I would have done But clouds got in my way
For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.